Nothing to Nothing to Wrestle. A mini series from the Fourth Wall Pop Network with your hosts DJ Maddie G, JC Bowles. And what's going on, everybody? And welcome to Nothing to Wrestle with DJ Maddie G. And I am JC Bones. Maddie, what is going on, brother? You know, uh, you're JC Bones on uh, the internet. You're JC Bones on the podcast. But according to Siri, you are JC Bonus. Bonus. Oh, Bonus. Bone. I've heard Bonus. Bones. You know, you have to, it's all about the enunciation of that Z at the end. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I had to call my, uh, my friend, his last name is Marucci. I had to call him Maruxi for the first, like, Maruxi. six years of Siri. <laughs> Luckily, Siri calls you by your name, Maddie G. Nice and simple. Yeah, yeah, not bad, not bad. I'm doing, I'm doing well. It's a beautiful day. Um, my fat ass has started exercising again, which is good for the puppy, uh, you know, things like that. So, yeah. You know, the, the weather's changing. Uh, I'm, I'm burning through propane like it's nobody's business because Maddie likes a good steak on the barbecue and I hear you, man. like that. How have you been? How are you and the fam? Uh, things are going well, man. Fam is good. Uh, things are going very well. Looking forward to actually having a nice Memorial Day weekend this weekend with, uh, with Amanda. Might, might actually see some friends, social distancely seeing friends, you know, have some uh, barbecues in the driveways you know, with our masks and six feet apart, but it'd be nice to actually get out and see some people and uh, get out of the house and do, do more than what I've been doing the past two months. Yeah. Your, your palms look a little hairy there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no. And on that note, um, so today is Wednesday. We're recording this Wednesday. So happy AEW day. AEW big and, and a big week for AEW day. Very big week. Tonight's going to be the go home show before double or nothing. So let's uh, have a quick rundown of, of the card for this pay-per-view this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, the Double or Nothing card is pretty outstanding. Um, now, I- I'm reading off of Wikipedia, so you know things are going to change. Um, you know, there, there's probably going to be some problems with travel. There's mm-hmm. definitely going to be some surprises. Um, right. Nobody does that better than AEW. And a lot of wrestlers have been furloughed. I wouldn't be surprised if, if we see some, some people who have been, uh, you know, uh, unconditionally released or, or things like that pop up. I mean, you know, AEW's and, and, and not even a, prior to AEW um, all in and things like that. A lot of cross-promotion people popping up. So, you know, we, mm-hmm. we might see some stuff. But according, according to uh, uh, Wikipedia, we have uh, Matt Hardy and the Elite. We got, you know, Adam Page, Kenny Omega, Matt and Nick Jackson mm-hmm. uh, versus the Inner Circle the whole way across. It's uh, uh, Jericho, Hager, Sammy, and Santana and Ortiz. <clears throat> uh, that is the stadium stampede match. I'm, I'm excited about that. I think that's... Yeah going to be pre-recorded we're going to see some cool stuff mm-hmm. yeah we talked about that last week it's going to be really awesome mm-hmm. to see how they utilize the entire jacksonville jaguar stadium to their advantage right right um we have a tag team match uh to determine the number one contender because you know kenny and hangman are, are holding those belts and, and they're they're signed up for the stampede match so we have a number one contenders match with uh private party versus best friends awesome by, by the way, my, my ringtone has definitely changed to that. Uh, huge, huge mark for the best friends uh, <laughs> nice. with the Orange Cassidy. But, man, that is one hell of an entrance song. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, 
Uh, we have a, just a standard uh, uh, singles match. I got to tell you, I am super excited. Uh, it's uh, Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. I'm a uh, huge Chris Statlander fan. I'm so happy she she has her footing right now in AEW. She is going to be, if not the next, a, a, a very soon-to-be champion, women's champion in that company. I agree with that, and I, and I think a very, very long-term one. Uh, I can tell you I, I have been on that bandwagon. I wasn't familiar with her from the indies. All I know of right. her is, is AEW Dark and AEW Dynamite, um, but she is definitely a household favorite, definitely, definitely yeah. one of my wife's favorite as well. Um, and Britt Baker can go, man. You know, I, I got to tell you, blood sells. Uh, uh, it, you know, Becky Lynch's face got broken and it made headlines and she became the man. Britt Baker's face gets broken and all of a sudden T-shirt sales and, and, and talks are going up. Yep. We have a no DQ match and no count out match for the women's world champion. This one's going to be awesome. Uh, you know, Nyla Rose and the champion obbies uh, and Sheeta. Mm-hmm. Um, Sheeta. Hikaru Sheeta has been on quite the... Uh the, the burn the past uh, couple months, she's been undefeated now for weeks. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a good match. This is the first time now since they announced the women's title that I'm actually invested in this match. Like when Rio was the first champion, mm. eh, it, it, yeah. was, it was kind of underwhelming. You know, not, Nyla Rose beating her and becoming the second champion was great because Nyla Rose deserves to be in that spot as well. Uh, but Hikaru Shida has really proved herself and prove that she should be the number one contender for that championship. So this is going to be a really good match. I, I got to tell you, if she comes out with the W, I really, I mean, really want to see Chris Statlander chase her for a while. Yes. I think that if those two are in a program for months, it's going to be fantastic. You, you mean uh, with Nyla Rose retaining? or with- No, 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 no. I want to see Nyla Rose drop. Um, okay. I'm not as high on Nyla Rose as you are. Um, uh, no, no problems, but especially because, you know, being the native beast thing, I, I think her having the title is kind of diminishing. I, I want her to go out and not have classic matches. I want her to go out and squash people. And okay. I don't like a champ. Uh, you know, Brock did it, <clears throat> excuse me, Brock did it. And I like Brock's run with it, but mm. I, I like, uh, I like a champ that gets into some matches. I like what yeah. Moxley's doing with the belt right now. You know, I, I like okay. when Daniel Bryan had the belt and he was the underdog in every title defense. I kind of mm-hmm. dig that. Right. I, I, I could see them taking out the Rose and kind of filling that void because now that Awesome Kong um, is, is no longer on television. Right. But she was the big beast that, that would rightfully so have the squash match. But give Nyla Rose that spot now. Yeah, absolutely. Make, fill make, that void. I, I completely agree, but I think that that's not a, a, a good champion. Um, right. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the match that I'm probably most excited about is the casino ladder match. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, money in the bank. Right. And there's going to be a total of, what, nine contestants in that match? They already have eight listed, and the ninth now is going to be a mystery participant. Which I cannot wait for. Uh, we have Darby Allen, Colt Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Ray Phoenix, Scorpio Sky, Kip Sabian, Frankie Kazarian, who's probably my favorite on the roster right now. Mm-hmm. I just, do you? Uh, Luchasaurus <laughs> and a TBD. Mm-hmm. Should we should we get into that TBD real quick, I, I, or should I we let it go? I don't know at this point because there's so much happening in the world right now. It's like who who could it be? It, it's the Gulak. Oh shit, Drew Gulak. It, it depends if they if he has a non compete. Well, it, with him, he wasn't released. His contract was up. Ended right. It ended on Friday, um, but now from what I understand. The conversation with Gulak is not complete and the door is not officially closed. They just haven't come to an agreement on a new contract. 
Again, uh, the extent of that, I have no idea. Uh, again, I'm, I'm getting this information from guys like Satin and, and, and Meltzer, you know, <clears throat> so who knows? Uh, but I guess out of everyone that has been released over the past couple of months and a single star. See, you just said it single star because I would have put Gallows or Zach Anderson. Ryder? What about Zach Ryder? What about a Rusev? I got to let no. you know if it's Rusev, the hair will stand up on my arms mm-hmm. and things will be great. Right. If it is Zach Ryder, I'm going to jump out of my seat, spill my drink, yell at the TV, probably smash the glass into the ground. I'll be wearing his shirt. Hell yeah. I'll be running circles. Oh man. Yeah. If we get, if we get the former Zach Ryder as the extra man, mm-hmm. that will li- all, all quarantine will be forgiven. We'll I will. I will be. It's I will all be, worth it for just that moment. For that moment, that will that will fill my emotional cup to the top again. Right. We will be good. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a singles match for the championship: Moxley and Mister Brody Lee. Mm-hmm. It's going to um, be a great match because th- those two together in the ring have chemistry. We've mm-hmm. seen it in back in WWE, uh, and this is just a great moment here for Brody Lee. Huge. Uh, you know, after all these years, all his his pushes and his and his falls in WWE, now he comes back to to wrestling in AEW, back mm-hmm. under the Brody Lee moniker, and he's been there for what, for two months now, and he's already in the championship picture. He doesn't it's, even need to win the title. No, he'll go over in this match. It's going to be a fight. It's yeah. going to be a great fight. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, not a fan of the discus lariat as as a finisher. Yeah. Um, I, I think uh, a guy of his size. You could do anything, but whatever, man. And and you, you hear it all the time. Styles make a fight. I, I think this is going to be a fight. And you said it best. Uh, I think Moxley's going to go over, but I think Brody's going to get over. Exactly. Yep. Um, singles match: MJF and Jungle Boy again. Styles make a fight. I'm excited. Right. Acrobatics a good versus a good old. I, MJF is just old school. He's an old school heel. He he's yep. uh, he gets better. Every single time I see him. And that little bit of time off, I think, was perfect. Yeah. Uh, and then the big one, you know, the tournament final for for the very first uh, AEW TNT champion. Uh, Cody and Arn Anderson and Brandy Rhodes are going to be in his corner uh, against uh, the Murderhawk, Lance Archer. The Murderhawk monster. I have a hard time saying oh, the man. monster part. Yeah. I can't do the monster. Uh, and Jake Roberts is going to be in his corner. And well, we're also going to. There's only one monster in wrestling, and that's the monster among men. So you better get these hands, bro. You talking about the monster, right? I'm just saying. Had to throw oh. that in there. Wow, th- way, way to burn it down, my friend. Way to burn it down. Um, uh, also, burning it down in Claymore Country, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on a side note, tonight's uh, tonight's AEW. It already has happened by the time you hear this in Radio Land. Right. But we are going to get uh, Jake Roberts and Arn Anderson. Yes, face to face. Face to face. I I gotta tell you, as as a nostalgia monkey or nostalgia, mm-hmm. whatever 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 the catchphrase is this week, I, I love that kind of shit. I'm I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. So that that's the rundown right now. It's a strong eight matches. Um, you know, a couple of guys are are definitely you know uh, uh, missing. Um, one of the things that I think is interesting is going to be the Scorpio Sky Frankie Kazarian in. The ladder, the ladder match, match together for yeah. a future title shot. Um, you know, I don't know. No. I, I, right now, with the eight contestants that are listed, who can you see going over in this match? 
I think everybody's favorite, um, not necessarily their favorite person, but their pick is going to be Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. I think it's too soon for Darby to go up. If he gets the title really? shot, I don't okay. think he's going to win right away. I think his Cinderella story is going to be fighting and clawing his way to the top. And when he finally gets there, mm-hmm. it's going to be a Rey Mysterio, a Daniel Bryan, a moment like that. Okay. Gotcha. You see, I, I was leaning more towards Darby Allen also, because I think Darby, uh, a, a story with uh, Moxley and Allen would be great for mm-hmm. Allen's reputation in general. I mean, and put Huge. Allen in the room right now with anybody, with Moxley, with Brody Lee, with, Je- with Jericho, with Cody, it's going to do wonders for him. But I think mm-hmm. I could see him and Moxley, they have similar styles in a way, because they're both very, very ruthless in the ring. Yep. Allen, a little more of a high flyer, because he does go off the top rope a lot more. But I, guess I would like to see a, a program between those two. I would love to see a real program as opposed to just a quote-unquote cash-in. Now, I don't right. know how they're going to work it. Uh, from what I hear, the winner of the match gets a, a, a casino chip. That's why I said very Money in the Bank-esque. I don't know what the stipulations are for the quote-unquote cash-in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if we were talking about a program with Moxley, I'd love to see Darby Allen take that. Exactly. But as far as just a one-off, um, ooh, I don't know. Looking down the list, uh, I got to say Colt Cabana loses no steam by losing mm-hmm. to the champion. Yeah. Uh, it's a fun match. Um, again, totally different styles. He's kind of goofy. Moxley's real serious. Um, I don't particularly know if I would like Luchasaurus in there with Moxley. I, I view Luchasaurus no. as a little bit more of an attraction situation. Yep. Uh, Scorpio Sky had his shot already with um, Le Champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see Kazarian in there. You know, he's 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 doing he's doing some really good stuff. Um, Kip Sabian is in the middle of what I think is a pretty good tag team run. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I really enjoy seeing uh, uh, him and. Um, Help me out here. Uh, uh, what's his face? I'm just drawing a blank for, for zero reason. Uh, Jimmy Havoc. He's, Havoc he, that's it. He, 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 I'm a big fan of his, too. Now, mm-hmm. here's my question. You don't see him on Dynamite too much. He's on Dark quite a bit. Do you think that has anything to do with the fact that his main finisher is basically a DDT? Because, I mean, your champion right now's finisher is a DDT. You're right. I don't know. That that's a, that's a, a good point. But I, I don't hmm, conspiracy, I don't baby. Know. Conspiracy it could be a conspiracy. I think I think I was just thinking too much into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'd have to say either a Colt Cabana or a Frankie Kazarian or the TBD. I think like, or whoever this mystery person is. Gonna yeah, be. I I think those are my 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 big picks. Who would I like to see go? Um, I would love to see that Darby Allen fight. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely want to see my man Frankie Kazarian get a shot. I just don't think Moxley's had the belt long enough. I think whoever picks it, if it's a situation where they have to use their title shot within X amount of days, I think whoever gets it's just going to take a big L to the champ. Right. Well, looking forward to the uh, pay-per-view this weekend. That's this Saturday, so we'll be sure to bring all of you guys some results and reactions next week's episode of Nothing to Wrestle. Uh, But let's move on now. We have some more topics we want to touch on. But before we touch on more topics, let's talk about some somber news. Um, As everyone that's listening has heard over the past few days, um, Shad Gaspard, who is a former WWE superstar, uh, was swimming in um, Marina Del Rey Beach in California with his 10-year-old son. Uh, his wife was there as well over on the beach, and they got caught in a riptide. Uh, when the lifeguards came in, 
Shad told them to save his son. And during that time, another wave came and Shad went missing for a few days. Yeah. As of today, Wednesday, they did find the body and he has been pronounced uh, dead. Uh, 39 years old, a very, very unfortunate and tragic way to go. But he will definitely go down in history as a hero, you know, uh, to his son and to many others that were close to him because he made the lifeguard take care of his son over himself. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, uh, he, he came up, uh, he came up, you know, the, the, it was a different way. You know, he, he qualified for, uh, for tough enough too back when NXT, <clears throat> excuse me, a little, mm-hmm. a little sad. Um, right. you know, he was, he was in tough enough in, in 2002, uh, he was disqualified and, and replaced, you know, he, he didn't pass the physical. Mm-hmm. Um, he did get recruited, uh, again, um, you know, he, he went through the power plant in WCW for, for a little bit. Uh, he did Ohio Valley and then came up and was part of crime time. Uh, yeah, just, just want to, you know, thoughts and thoughts and love to his family. You know, I'm, 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 I'm glad that they did get to save his son. It's a shame that, that, you know, somebody had to go. Yeah. Yeah. All of our condolences, uh, everyone here at the fourth wall I sent out to the Gaspard family during this, uh, tragic, tragic time. But uh, let's move on to some other wrestling news. Let's talk about uh, some results from happened from Raw this week. Now, we've sure. been talking for weeks about uh, Zelina Vega and her little stable that she's been putting together with Andrade, United mm-hmm. States champion, uh, Angel Garza, and the, newly, uh, the, the newest member, Austin Theory. Now, we talked last week about some tension happening within the ranks uh, of, her, of Zelina's camp. And it all came to a head this past Monday on Raw. Big time. Now, as much as you and I both said how much we loved that group and we did not want to see them break up, it was too soon. So what did you think about what happened with Austin Theory afterwards? Loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. I kind of want to give it an A+. plus. He, he walked right. around dejected, not knowing what was going on mm-hmm. during the next match. Uh, you know, it's... It's odd that WWE lets something bleed into another segment. Mm-hmm. It was different. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And um I, I mean, you said after the match, so I'm assuming you're discussing the situation about him becoming Seth's newest disciple. Newest disciple, yes. I really, really like the fact that that Seth is, you know, picking up those wayward souls along the way. I think it's working. It goes well with his Messiah moniker. Yeah. And WWE did a really good job in the booking of this because when the whole the whole match with Garza and Andrade happened against Kevin Owens and Apollo Crews, who made his return, which we're going to get into him next, uh, and then uh, Andrade and Angel Garza took out Austin Theory and, and then Zelina slapped him across the face and left him there, I was upset because the stable we wanted to keep going fell apart. But I mm-hmm. love how Seth Rollins was there. And I'm looking at the screen about Seth Rollins and Austin Theory. And I'm like, I'm okay with this. Yeah. You know, it helps. See, at first, I think we talked about it roughly last week. If that did happen, would Austin Theory go back to NXT? I'm glad <laughs> they're keeping him on, on the main roster on Raw. Oh, yeah. And putting him with Seth Rollins is a huge rub to Austin Theory. Not just that. I mean, the kid's 22 years old. He's got a ton of raw talent, no pun intended. Right. Seth Rollins, in my opinion, is just Captain Polish. 
Um, I don't know if it's the way that it used to be where you ride up and down the road with, with the guy that you're, you're stabled with or whatnot, but every minute he's with a Seth Rollins who has, in my opinion, I, I've mentioned this in previous podcasts, um, he put the company on his back for like 18 months when they were just right. decimated with injury. Um, almost the better part of two years. I, I think that Seth Rollins has been the most loved guy in the company, the most hated guy in the company, the most controversial guy in the company, the champion, the challenger. He's had every belt. I, I don't know if there's another guy save, you know, um, a big show or uh, right. um, a Rey Mysterio who have been doing it for, <clears throat> excuse me, at, at the WWE level for 20 years. I don't know if there's another guy that theory can learn more from, right? You know, if he keeps his mouth shut for, first of all, I think Seth is money on the microphone, mm -hmm. you know, Austin theory is pretty good, but he's green. He can learn to cut promos. He can learn where to stand. I think him being around Seth Rollins is a continuation of his NXT training, you know, where the camera is, how to place your body, how to talk on a mic, what facials to give. I, I think that, the storyline is fantastic, but to groom a 22-year-old stud like Theory, mm -hmm. I think they've made a, a, a brilliant maneuver. Yeah, uh, I think it's it's a huge move again. As much as upset as I am about Zelina's camp kind of breaking apart with Austin Theory, I like where Austin Theory ended up. And I think Zelina's group is still fine with just Angel and Andrade at, at this time. Unless if they add to it, great. If not, the three of them, Zelina, Angel, and Andrade is, is a, a good enough group group for me. Absolutely. And you know what? I, I think that WWE is finally getting the memo that people are really digging tag team wrestling. Andrade drops that singles championship and they become a strong contender in the tag team world. Yep. I, I'm not upset about that. I, I think that there are, are many possibilities to continue what I think is one of the better things of WWE's quarantine period right. uh, going without having the third member. Right. But even if you do have that third member, now, in this case, let's say Andrade. Let's say Andrade does drop his U.S. title, and Andrade and Andrew go into the tag team division. And Street <clears throat> Profits are still the champions. You have the third member already. You got Selena. You have Bianca. And we Perfect. talked about it too a couple weeks ago. Put them in a singles in a singles fun. Yep. Let, let I mean Bianca is obviously more of an active wrestler than Selena is, but let Selena also get, get get her hands dirty and get her have her put the tights on and hop in the ring for a few matches here and there as well. Her match a couple of weeks ago was, I'd say, better than serviceable. She did a great job. Yeah, against Bianca. That's right. So now, while all this is going on, we also had the return of Apollo Crews. So uh, it, I thought that was a, 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 it was great, too. Kevin Owens had the Kevin Owens show on Raw. He had Zelina and, and her, her crew with them. And then mm -hmm. he introduces the return of Apollo Crews. Apollo Crews came out from the back like a bat out of hell. Oh, right for Andrade. Looking great. He looked great. Um, you mentioned a few minutes ago, like with the Austin theory and Seth, you know, learning about where the mic is, where, where to look at the camera, um, how to speak. And also the facials, Apollo's facials during, uh, that, that entire segment on Monday with Kevin Owens made him look stronger. I feel like he, again, we talked about how he used to be, he was always all smiles. He threw in the smile here and there, which still showed, Hey, I'm still a baby face. I can still, I can still be that, that, that smiling guy you, yep. you used to know, but I also mean business and he looked fucking fantastic in the ring. Um, he always does. He always is. I mean, he's, he's a body guy like mm -hmm. oh, yeah. that, that, that kid's an Adonis. Mm -hmm. Um, 
overall, I just got to my, my only nitpick about the entire situation <clears throat> was the temper tantrum pre-commercial to tear up the KO show. Mm-hmm. Then they had the whole commercial break and didn't reset the KO show. Why, why throw the, why throw the commercial break in the middle of it? I think if they had waited past the commercial, had the KO set torn up and then immediately went into the show, the continuity would have been better. Right. But seriously, man, if that is my only nitpick, I think it was great. I think uh, the whole segment was done really well. Yeah, seeing Kevin Owens go was great. He looked good. Um, the KO show segment was fantastic. The surprise from Apollo was great, followed by an excellent match. Um, yeah, I, I really have no, no complaints about that entire thing post-commercial. Right. So now Apollo Crews will be facing Andrade next week on Raw for the U.S. Championship. And we'll have to see now how they continue the storyline there. Um, you know what? To be perfectly honest, and we've said this before, that belt is so who gives a shit. I would even be fine with them juggling it back and forth for, you know, a, a month or three. Right. Yeah. I'm you totally know? fine with that, too. I, I think it would help elevate Cruz, give him that title, mm-hmm. um, give him a singles title. Let him mow a couple of guys down and, and let that stable keep coming out and beating him up. Have him go old school NWO. No matter who Cruz fights, at the end of the match, they come in and just maul him. Okay. Hey, I, I like where that's going, too. So now let's talk about uh, about a tag team that recently had their release from the WWE. Oh, yeah. It's probably a long time coming, The Revival. Very long or, time. They've been, they've been known, trying to get this for a long time. For a long time. Formerly known as Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson, uh, known uh, their shoot names, Dave Harwood and Daniel Wheeler. Wheeler, uh, what, a, so, what a great name. I know, right? Wheeler and Stick Harwood. With Stick I with them. I, I was always a fan of the revival as a team. I always liked Dash, Dash uh, and Dawson. Uh, it's unfortunate WWE on the main roster couldn't do more, more with them. They were a phenomenal staple in the tag division in NXT. Mm-hmm, great mm-hmm. matches against, you know, the, the War Raiders, um, the, DIY. DIY, uh, yes. Some great, great matches they had. But so now that they have gotten their release, they have been going by the name The Revolt. But there's also <laughs> been another team in the Indies, uh, consisting of Caleb Connolly and Zane Riley, mm-hmm. who are also known as the Revolt. So, uh, Maddie, you you were explaining to me the situation earlier. Yeah, um, apparently the real Revolt uh, reached out to uh, the former Revival, and uh, just you know they they were Hollywooding them. Uh, no reply, no response, no re- nothing. Mm-hmm. So they sent out a cease and desist. Um, now, now a lot of what I hear is hearsay. Uh, I listen to podcasts. I read some things here and there, but apparently the story goes that they were willing to do business as far as the name goes. Right. You know, uh, you help me, I help you. Everything is fine. But because they got big timed, uh, they said, screw it. If you're not even going to reply to us, this is our name. We're, we're going to reach out. So last I've heard, I don't know if it's trademarked. You and I discussed this previously in our pre-show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just going to be going with the hashtag FTR. So, mm-hmm. As of right now, that's the last thing that I've heard. Um, also, you and I did go into this. Um, I've, I'm under the impression, again, still just rumor, no fact, but the Revival do not have the 90-day. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw them even on the ramp or backstage or cutting a promo on Saturday. I was thinking the same thing, and I do. If I do remember correctly, I do believe they had a very clean release, and there was no non-compete clause, and they could go anywhere. Yep. Um, after they were given the release, now I, if they do show up on Saturday, mm-hmm. they're going to show up during the number one contenders match, 
with uh, between best friends and private party. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and all I'm saying is, uh, you know what I would love to see? I would love to see, and, and I wanted to see, I wanted this so badly. I don't know if it's the nostalgia in it, excuse me, mm-hmm. or what. This is how I wanted Gallows and Anderson to be. When Gallows and Anderson first came to WWE, they were wearing gray t-shirts and blue jeans and jumping the guardrail and beating the shit out of people, yep. which to me is very the outsiders. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> They then ended up doing the doctor skit and getting into comedy bits with New Day. WWE crushed one of the greatest tag teams going in, in, in Gallows and Anderson. Um, shout out Luke Gallows. Just got one of your T-shirts in the mail today. Um, not a Luke Gallows T-shirt, but, but I would like to see the revival do something like that. You know, if there's going to be X amount of fans in the arena, which I don't know because from what I understand – Vegas has a different setup than Florida. So I don't know if they're going to be allowed to have anybody ringside. I'm going to wait and see. I also don't like spoilers, so I don't go too far into the future. I I like to watch in the moment. I'm, I'm an idiot like that. I don't look at who's showing up for the shows when I go live to make signs. I don't want to know who's returning. But if there are a couple people in the stands, even if it's just other wrestlers, and then all of a sudden two dudes in straight clothes, jump the winners of the number one contender match afterwards, I would be the happiest boy in the world. Yep. I, I, I would pop for it. If there was people there in attendance, they would pop for it. And we just have to do something now with Harwood and Wheeler. It's gonna, yeah. I got to get, get used to calling them Harwood and Wheeler now. Yeah, same. And, and again, in, in, uh, in, in the little rumor mill that I read, uh, they mentioned that WWE in their release used the language immediate release, which they mm-hmm. don't always say the immediate part. So that does right. lead those of us who are, are, are putting the dots together to believe that there is no 90 day because they are still right. well within that. I think the official release day was April 10 for them. Okay. And so it's still technically within the 90 days, but very much so. Yeah. Now wait and see. Um, hopefully, hopefully by then they'll have a trademarked FTR. If that isn't they're going to go by and they can come out as FTR or just Harwood and Wheeler for the time being, because WWE has the trademark on the revival. They have the season assist now with the other two gentlemen with the revolt. The revolt yeah. So, but Hey, if all it is, is a name issue, I think that's the least of their worries. I'm sure that they have plenty of opportunities to find their footing uh, elsewhere, which is good. Yeah. And here's the other thing. If they come out, this week, next week, the week after, mm-hmm. as as Bud and Daryl, and then in right. three months come up with a team name and trademark it. I'm going to buy in just as well. The talent is more important to me than their name. Right, agreed. Now, uh, I, I want to touch on one last thing from this past Monday on Raw. Mm-hmm. We we've been talking about over the past few weeks about this uh, push with the Almighty Bobby Lashley <laughs> and his search for uh, for new management. Mm-hmm which he has found now with MVP, which is, I think we can both agree, is probably the best thing that could happen to his career since his return to WWE. I I was going to say, literally the last week has been the best thing he's done since TNA. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like the way he looks in the ring. Mm -hmm. I still don't think they even need to give him the mic. Like MVP started the promo and then gave Bobby the mic. Once Bobby started talking, it kind of took the energy of the promo and kind of took it down a few notches. Don't let Bobby doesn't need to talk. Let Bobby be the monster. Let him be the almighty mm-hmm. that just that just runs roughshod in the ring. He does not need to talk. That's why you have MVP there. Yep. That's why you have someone like MVP to be the mouthpiece. Let MVP do what he does best. Let him talk and let Bobby do the wrestling and the squashing in the ring. 
Yeah. Um, got to admit too, I am in love with the Nelson, the full Nelson. It's Agreed. so, cause first of all, I, I talked about Apollo Cruz being a body guy. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley is a different world. Right. His age, his background, his everything. Bobby Lashley is a genetic freak. Mm-hmm. I think that that full Nelson sells. It's yeah. believable. It looks horrible. Plus, everybody and their grandmother is either doing a spear, a super kick, or a big boot. Yep. But you know what? But his spear is very different from anyone else's spear because he always does that flip. He always puts the energy yeah. forward when he does it. Yep. Uh, I, I was thinking about that, too. I love that he does the full Nelson now as his, as his final move. Oh, yeah. He's the kind of guy where he doesn't have to have a big arsenal of offense. No. He, no, I've seen him do. Remember that move, the Dominator, where you put him over the shoulder, face up. He used to do that on his first run mm-hmm. in WWE. He needs to bring that back. He needs to do some awesome spine busters, some spears, and then catches him in the full Nelson. I think that those four moves could be his entire arsenal, and he would go and he he would look great and strong in every match. Um, the spine buster he threw on our truth hurt me at home. Mm-hmm. The way and, he just grabs him and just pushes the whole body into the mat is awesome. And and another shout out for our truth, probably very quietly one of my top like four or five favorite guys on the entire WWE roster. Truth gets it done. You look at his eyes. You, you believe he's that level of insane. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at him backstage giving words of encouragement to people, and you believe it that he's genuine. I I think our truth is is definitely a, a diamond in the rough. Agreed. Agreed. Well, hey, man, again, lots of stuff to talk about this week. A lot of good things happening. Uh, once again, uh, last condolences to the Gaspar family from all of us at the Fourth Wall Pop Network. Uh, but let's get ready now for AEW Double or Nothing this weekend. Oh, I'm ready. Get to see some more wrestling. Oh, I'm ready. Uh, so on that note. Oh, wait, I'm, I'm looking forward to that pizza coming during Double or Nothing, Johnny. Oh, so I guess that pizza's coming this Saturday, huh? Well, I don't know. We'll we'll talk. We'll talk All off right. air. But you know, I'm just not gonna let you live that one down for a little bit. I figured I, I didn't <laughs> expect you to. <laughs> well, you let me know, brother. So until then, man, uh, we will catch up with you listeners next week. Thank you for listening to episode six of Nothing to Wrestle. Be sure to check us out on the Fourth Wall Pop Network on all major podcast platforms. Hit subscribe so you never miss an episode of Nothing to Wrestle, the Fourth Wall Cast, Big Heck and Wade Adventures, Getting Grilled, Crossroads, the DFDC Show, and so much more. The network is growing and growing each and every week and to bring you the most and best quality content that we can give you. So please be sure to follow Fourth Wall Pop Network on Twitter at Fourth Wall Pop. That's F-O-U-R-T-H-W-A-L-L Pop. And please be sure to follow me on Instagram at EMG underscore JC Bones and on Twitter at JC Bones. That's Bones with a Z. I am EMG underscore Matty G, M-A-T-T-Y-G. For Instagram, I am Matty Goshen, G-O-S-H-E-N, on the Facebook and at DJ Matty G-N-J on your Twitter machine. Also, make sure you're checking out Elegant Music Group's Facebook page, 115 to 145, Monday through Friday. I do live mixes, and uh, you know, if you go to elegantmusicgroup.com, from what I understand, there's a video of a very handsome, bald-headed percussionist. Ooh. Is that video live yet, Maddie? 
All right, you got me there. I don't know for sure. <laughs> I don't know. But either way, be sure to check out elegantmusicgroup.com and look for my sexy bald head playing some percussion on the website. Also, be sure to check us out on our social media for other videos and live streams. So until then, we are nothing to wrestle, and we are here to make it pop. So we'll see you next week. This weekend is going to be too sweet. Take care.